0: Today's episode is brought to you by Kindred.com. Kindred partners with local churches everywhere to make smart giving a possibility with a simple tap, click, or text. It is a beautifully simple concept.
1: I love the ability to give with my phone because it allows me to be generous even when I don't have cash on me. Uh, Because let's be honest, I never have cash on me. With Kindred.com, it takes that element completely out of the equation and it unleashes generosity in your people by making it as convenient
0: as possible to give. Here's how it works. If you want to give by text, you simply send a text to your church's giving number, and the first time, they'll reply with a secure link to register. After that first time, all you have to do is text the amount you want to give, and you'll receive a confirmation. Kindred also allows you to embed a smart giving button on any page of your website, and you can set up scheduled gifts to occur on a weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly basis. So it
1: really is user-friendly for the people in your church. And it also works on the back end as well. With their powerful tracking system and fast end-of-day transfers, Kindred works hard to make it just as easy on churches as it is for their givers. To find out more about how Kindred can help you and your church, visit Kindred.com and unleash generosity in your church. For our listeners only, enter code SHEEP during sign-up for your first month free. Today's episode of the Creative Sheep Podcast is brought to you by Renewed Vision the creators of ProPresenter. For over 17 years, ProPresenter has been used by churches all over the world for lyric and scripture presentations, audio and video playback, environmental projection, and a lot more,
0: Jared. You know, Roman, I would say that ProPresenter is the creme de la creme.
1: It is the creme de la creme. If you're looking for something to uh, play video slides uh, audio files it's it's really versatile you can probably use it for things that i don't even know you can
0: use you can use throw it for. those lyrics up on the screen for those for those amazing worship sets that you're doing through Absolutely. ProPresenter
1: if you're playing a game in a kids classroom you can use these, you can like do, make a game board you can use props you it's can, incredible it's it's uh, really amazing um, ProPresenter is used by over 95% of outreach magazines 100 largest fastest growing and most influential churches it's available on both Mac and Windows so it's very versatile uh, very versatile so head over to renewedvision.com and check it out Now, let's get to the show.
2: Ah, back at it again, this time with a baby in my arms. Ah, here we go, woo! Drop that beat, yeah. Two friends, two mics, one dream, a crazy ride and I'm in the front seat. Biggest dream we ever had in our lives It might be hard to describe I'll try though, follow my vibes Oh, uh, let's see I'm trying to think of how to explain our big dream Maybe picture other big things Like a rhinoceros or a Costco Pyramids of that island from Lost Or a video game boss All things like our big dream M&M's with the peanuts in the middle A big relative to the ones that are little You might say someone's got a big personality A big salad is a thing like our dream I'ma tell it to you ready or not But first I gotta sell it to thicken the plot What's the largest thing that you've ever seen with your eyes? Double it Surprised? A bubble blowing double bubble bubble gum Is teeny tiny in comparison I can't overemphasize the size of this thing Just can't oversimplify the size of this dream This dream's so big, can't no longer conceal it I feel a dream so big, I gotta reveal it Make a podcast That was the dream Yeah Let that be right
0: Um Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Leadership Podcast, the podcast where we talk to people who are good at what they do to inspire leaders to get better. Folks, I'm Jared Hogue, and I'm joined with the one, the only, the guy you just heard rapping at the beginning of this podcast, Roman Johnson. That's right. I, I, brought, my, I brought my fresh rhymes to the studio
1: today. And, and uh, from my understanding, while holding a baby. I, real, I was actually holding my baby son. While I was rapping, he actually tried to grab the mic a couple of times. It was adorable.
0: <laughs> and was that actually him? I don't, was that a coup that, that he did? That was definitely a
1: coup by Logan. Uh, he's he's already uh, I'm I'm training him up with his rap skills. Uh, he can't. He's already
0: a voice actor. He can't
1: quite he can't quite put together words yet or sentences, but he'll get
2: there.
0: Well, he would have to put together words in order to put together sentences. That is so, normally how English well, that works. Makes, <laughs> that does make sense, Roman. We've hit a, uh, a pretty big milestone here. Today is episode fifty. The five zero the bicentennial. Or wait, nope, that's
1: two hundred. Wouldn't isn't that? <laughs> what's half of the sen- century? Fifty years. <laughs> We haven't been doing this for 50 years, but we have no. been doing this for 50 episodes. And you, have, our listeners, you have been along for the ride. Uh, if you haven't checked, uh, been able to check out our archive, we've got tons of great episodes in the past 49. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a great ride so
0: far. Roman, what would you say has been uh, one of the biggest principles you've learned from this podcast that's helped you over these past 50 episodes? Uh
1: well I would say in making the podcast uh I mean I've got tons of uh nougats tons of nougats here and there uh but in just making the podcast I've just learned to not quit I guess because we have I mean internally we've had discussions over the 50 episodes it's like hey should we keep this thing going should we not Um, because you know it gets it can get you know it's a grind cranking out an episode every other week and then now weekly. Uh, but then here, you know, recently we've definitely seen, yeah, we're, we are definitely on the right track with this thing and begin some traction and, um, just to not quit even in the early days when maybe you don't have much, uh, you know, tr- traction or, or viewership or listenership, but, uh, but now it's paying off, I think. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Uh, So thank you, everyone who's listening, who has subscribed to our podcast, to the Leadership Podcast. Uh, Thanks to everyone out there who has shared it on social media. And uh, uh, for all of you that have left a review over on iTunes or Google Play, just wanted to say... Thank you. This has been a blast. We've we've broke the twenty five thousand download mark, um, which is really really exciting. And uh, man, I hope we hope this episode brings value to you, uh, just like the previous forty nine. Like I said, this is episode fifty, which is uh, Roman delivered on his promise uh, to to write a rap, for, to put over the that cr- sweet sweet creative sheep anthem that plays at the beginning of the show. Hope you liked it. And, and it was very, very. F- I, I, I laughed quite a bit at that. I, I, I funny I thing about the, the rap,
1: I tried for I, the, I mean, months. I mean, not. I wasn't working on it like only for months, but ever so often I go back and I really tried to make it like really cool and like about leadership and like about the grind. And it was like I just was feeling like I was trying too hard. And then I'm like, I'm just gonna write something funny. And so. <laughs> So that's how, and I so I, so I referenced Costco and rhinoceroses, and uh, there's a sign, there's <laughs> a, a Jerry there's Seinfeld, a Seinfeld reference in there. there. If you can catch it, if you if you can, uh, hey, if you can catch it and you can tweet us, and you know what that Seinfeld reference is, maybe we'll send you something. Maybe we won't. I can't make any promises about that, but yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> well, you kind of just did. So <laughs> I said if you maybe. Find it, yeah, hit, hit us up, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, but yeah, Roman, this is episode 50. Uh, go check out the archive if you've not. We've had some amazing guests on the show. Lee Cockrell's been on a few times. Whit George has been on a few times. Devon Franklin uh, was on. He was our, our, uh, our, our kickoff episode this year of 2017. It was an incredible interview. Uh, Joe Sangle has been on the show a couple times, talking about uh, how to make your church fu- fu- fully funded, as well as talking personal finances. Tom Mullen, Stephen Brewster, Frank Beeler, Kerry Newhoff. Kerry Newhoff's actually coming back on the show. Um, we have just had some unbelievable interviews, Roman. We've been very, very fortunate. Indeed, we have, Jared. Uh, what has what has been
1: uh, your biggest <laughs> takeaway from this from this podcast to date?
0: You know, I, I it's so funny doing the interviews. I end almost every interview and think, man, that was our best interview yet. Like I I'm so fired up doing these interviews. That's a that's kind of the cool thing about this for me is, um, this is something I've always loved to do. It was a, a principle I learned a long time ago. You know, takes take people to lunch that know more than you. Take them to coffee, and I, I'm not necessarily doing that. I'm typically talking to someone over the phone or Skype or FaceTime, something along those lines. Um, But now I'm getting to record those conversations and share them. And uh, one thing I I actually, a friend of mine asked me one time how we derive these conversations. And oftentimes um, it it was things that I was going through that it was questions that I had. Like my conversation with Frank Beeler, we were trying to figure out how to restructure small groups at Kids on the Move when you and I were working there. And and it, uh, his conversation changed, it helped change a ton of what we did. Uh, same thing with Steven Brewster, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this later, but when he was at Crosspoint, he talked about leading a creative team of 450 people, mostly volunteers, and that set into motion uh, a volunteer creative team. And so it's just been really, really cool talking to different people, Kirby Anderson, Lee Cockrell on time management. Um, it's just been, it's been awesome. I, I've, I can't believe how fortunate we are to get to do this. And uh, now that we have sponsors for the show, and for those of you, we haven't really referenced that. I know they just kind of appeared all of a sudden on the show. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we have those sponsors. Uh, hopefully you check them out. L- lately we've had uh, Renewed Vision, the creators of ProPresenter, and Kindred.com. And, uh, you know, we th- these folks are allowing us to continue to do this show because there is cost associated with doing this show. Um, that we just uh, absorbed for, what was it, Roman, probably about a year and a half, maybe two years, maybe actually a little over two years, uh, that we were just funding it ourselves. And uh, we've been fortunate enough to have some sponsors come alongside and help continue to bring this great content to you. And so um, if you're liking what you're hearing, go check out our sponsors. Go check out ProPresenter. Go check out um, Kindred.com. It's a smart giving solution for your church. It's, It's pretty incredible, but check them out. Show them some love. Uh, but anyways, Roman, I, I think today we we should uh, carry on with our conversation. Uh, today's conversation is actually is it's us. It is us. It, it's Roman Johnson and Jared Hope. You Howe got us today, today,
1: man. We're we're coming at you live and in stereo.
0: Yeah. So, you know, we just wanted to uh, just have a conversation, kind of pull the curtain back on how Creative Sheep got started, uh, why we do what we do, how we do what we do, uh, and that kind of thing. And just a few few lessons we've learned along the way. I don't know that it's really anything earth shattering, but, uh, you know, as we, as we renamed this podcast, Driving Up to Boston in a Penske Truck, um, <laughs> we just kind of started asking the question, who is this podcast for? And it can be very easy to think, you know, well, our podcast is for any leader. And while that may be true, we really started to hone in and realize that it's we're after young leaders. We want folks that are similar to ourselves, you know, um, late 20s, early 30s. Uh, got married, got a couple of kids or a kid at home, and uh, but but you know, driven, someone that's wanting to get to the next level, and that's why when Roman put together the new art for the Leadership Podcast, you'll see those stairs on there. One thing we're huge believers of here at Creative Sheep is that things happen in steps and stages. Uh, Ma- Malcolm Gladwell talks about when most people go on a diet, they want to be be they want to lose all this weight overnight, and this is why people don't stick with things. But if you can change your focus and just focus on getting 1% better, or our mantra in Kids on the Move was one step forward. What's one thing we can do this week to get better? Because then over the course of a year, you look back and you're 50% better. And you're basically a totally different person, a totally different organization. And so we want to bring very practical, step-by-step information uh, just to help you improve in your leadership and improve and help you get better and help you get to the next level. Anything you'd add to that, That Roman? That's very well said, Jared. <clears throat> I would not add anything to that. <laughs> we well, had a little I'm bit sorry, of. I'm sorry, you talked there. for like ten That's, minutes, and so I was, you know, I, I was having, a, you
1: know. Anyway,
0: <laughs> I. <laughs> sorry about that, man. Well, hey, so here's what we're gonna do right now, Roman. Uh, I, I do talk a lot, a lot, and I'm very That's aware okay, of this
1: because I don't talk quite um, as much.
0: It's true, probably because I talk so much and I don't leave space for you to talk. Um, but here's, here's, here's what I want to do, Roman. Let's kick this off. Let's, we always have our guests tell a little bit about themselves. So, Roman, in a nutshell, how did you get where you are? Uh, well,
1: just like everybody else, I was born a baby. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> at some point, I, I, I was in high school, uh, met, uh, met my wife, Julianne, in high school. And at that point, I was convinced... Did you get married I in high school? did not get married in high school. That would have been ludicrous. She was, she was high my school high school sweetheart. sweetheart. We got married... Uh, it, she was in college. Gotcha. Uh, a couple years later. But I, I like a lot of uh, high school athletes, had hopes and aspirations of being uh, a professional basketball player. Uh, and, uh, But the, the fact is, I wasn't quite <clears throat> that good. So um, I was getting ready to go... <laughs> To uh, like in a week or so, I was gonna. I was just graduated high school and I was getting ready to go to um, a practice. I was gonna practice with a college. Uh, it was I think it was a junior college to to play basketball, uh, kind of like try out for the team. I don't really know how that was gonna work, but my coach lined this thing up for me. And so right before that happened, I um, I felt like God was calling me to have a conversation with uh, James Cruz, which I think you're familiar with, James Cruz, Jared. Uh, I yes, I do know uh, him. So uh, anyway, I had a conversation about an internship at a place called 180, which was the youth ministry of Church on the Move, and uh, just asked him, "Hey, what do you think about this? Like, do you think this would be a, a, a good option for me?" And and he steered me uh, in the right direction. He said he thought he would. Uh, he said he thought it was a good idea. So uh, I pursued that, and I got an internship at 180. Um, before I got the internship, I was uh, I was involved in drama team and. Um, so I did some acting, and we did videos at 180, and had a big, uh, you know, there's a big focus on creative arts at 180, and so I did some acting, and so I I started uh, interning with the creative arts department, making videos and uh, writing sketches, and I was kind of I was very assistant, like I didn't really own anything myself very much. It was I was helping make a slide here, I was helping, um, you know, uh, edit edit a video, didn't didn't do a ton of it myself, but I did that for about a year, and then. <clears throat> About around uh, the year mark, uh, the guy that was over the creative arts department um, and my my direct report, my, or my boss, got let go. And so I basically inherited the uh, that department of 180 with little to no experience in making videos or design. Um, I mean, I didn't go to school for any of that. And so I kind of got thrown into it, and I was producing services. And uh, I mean, every week I was learning something new and how to, you know... Design, make a video, motion graphics—I, I, you know, I—it I, was kind of the whole gamut, and it was kind of a one-man show. And so, um, I pulled help from Gary Hornstein, who worked at the church then, and uh, some other guys in YouTube. And I just kind of figured it out along the way. And um, you, if you want to go see some of the early work that that I did, it's if you want to go to seeds.churchlandmove.com, you could check out uh, the End is Near Three, which is the very first thing that I ever directed and shot and edited, and did the titles on and everything so uh it's not very good I will warn you um but it is there so that <laughs> so I did so I, I was in the previous In is Near 1 and 2 as an actor and then and the third one I directed and um and that was one of I, I was like the first thing that I ever did and it was like a short film which is not a great first thing to, to do um but then shortly after that I uh you know kind of got my Uh, Got my bearings I guess and and then Jared you were working up at 180 at that time Uh, and we became friends and uh, We started making uh, some rap videos for varsity, which was the um, the young adult ministry of church on the move and um, and that's where we started working together and creating um, videos and uh, Creating our own content and then from there um, we birthed we gave birth to creative sheep uh sorry for the, that visual uh jared and i birthing something uh but we, we we started creative sheep and um we started doing client work uh and we realized uh shortly after starting doing client work that we didn't love it because um there was a lot of uh, demands that clients have and sometimes they don't line up with with what we wanted to do and what we thought was best and so we got into the, the church you know the church world and started making our own uh content and putting it online for sale and um, and yeah, the rest I guess as you could say, is history
0: <laughs> You know that that's uh, it's fascinating, Roman. I, I want to jump back though on a couple things you said there. You, you so you came out of high school. did you have any any experience making videos, shooting videos, editing videos? As you said, putting titles in there, motion graphics, any of that. Did you have any experience doing that sort of thing? I know you did acting yes. in high school. That was
1: that was my inroad. But as far uh, I as I had, I took a, uh, I took a class in high school called independent art, in which I uh, painted paintings, and that my mom still has hanging uh, on her walls to this day that are just terrible. But past that, <laughs> I, I didn't draw. I didn't. No, I made. I had zero experience. Didn't even. Wasn't really. Aside from acting, wasn't really interested in, in filmmaking in high school, and wasn't like, you know, I wasn't into tech or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, absolutely no experience uh, whatsoever.
0: So now, when you say that your mom has those paintings hanging on the wall, is it really? She's got them on the refrigerator. Uh,
1: there probably is one on the refrigerator. There actually is. There is one, <laughs>
0: really embarrassing one on on like a
1: mantle or something. It is of. It's a painting of a fire, uh, like a like a. It's like a wood. It's like a wood woods scene with a fire. But the fire. Get this. The fire has a shadow, and if you know anything about fires, they they put off oh. light. In all directions and do not yeah. create shadows, but the flames, there's a shadow of the flames. And <laughs> every time I look at it, I just think, oh, it's so dumb. Hmm. Uh, but uh <laughs> it's a watercolor. And so no, there she's got yeah, I, I can't believe she saved them all, but uh they're ridiculous.
0: Hey, she's, she's just is. a proud mom. She probably saves all these podcasts. She is a listener. Too, you know, she is a she listener, actually.
1: Loves. Uh devoted.
0: Elaine, Plus, thank thanks, you. Mom. Thank you for listening, and thank you for keeping Roman's art. Hung for all the She's world. She's actually where I, I,
1: uh, I got my rap skills from. Uh, she she taught me everything I know about hip-hop.
0: That's amazing and maybe a topic for another podcast, actually. That's unbelievable. <laughs> it's definitely made up. Um, That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, Roman, you, you said you had no interest in filmmaking. You had no interest in uh, graphic design and that kind of thing. It was more acting that you were pursuing. And you're, you're actually a really good actor. Um, you've starred in quite a few pieces that we've done. You've been the main talent when it comes to the uh, rap videos that we've produced. Um, how did you—I know you you referenced a couple things kind of real quick— um, that you had some some people that you leaned on, but then also you quickly yes. referenced YouTube. Um, so for the most part, you're pretty well self-taught. Is that accurate?
1: Yes. Aside from, I mean, I pretty much ripped off Gary Hornstein for years in any sort of motion graphics capacity. <laughs> uh, he's, 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 he's a baller when it comes to motion graphics. Uh, and But yes, yeah. um, I mean, school of YouTube, uh, school of hard knocks as they say, uh, tr- trial and error, uh, making a lot of really, really crappy things that I that I'm not proud of uh, in order to uh, makes make a few things that I am proud of. So um, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's some awesome principles in there though. That I, and I heard Whit George talk about this years ago. That when he first started graphic design, that he basically just stole stuff. He he would find things that he liked and then and then basically try to recreate it and kind of manipulate it to make it his own. Um, and it sounds like that's yeah, kind it's of what huge you did because well like yeah, because in the early days um,
1: when you when you rip off something a professional has done and you can get it to look similar, you learn what decisions they made and why they made certain decisions to get it to a certain point point. Uh, and then from there you can you can tweak it and make it your own and th- th- that isn't a great place to to be for your entire career but because you know you're just gonna you just be ripping off people the whole time and uh, but definitely when you're starting out I would highly encourage uh, that's that's definitely a great way to start and and there's nothing new under the sun anyway so anything you make is probably going to be a remix of something that has been made before, that's creativity, you know, at its finest is taking things from three different places and smashing it together and making a new thing. And so, um, yeah, it's definitely, if you want to start something, I would say just copy people until you can have the skills to make something your own.
0: I, I, you really hit something really great right there, uh, that like early on, it's okay to kind of emulate. And I would say that doesn't just apply to being an artist. If you're a communicator, if you're a writer, if you're, I mean, fill in the blank, whatever you do to, to, to kind of copy somebody else. I mean, that's ultimately you go to college to learn what other people did so that you can learn some best practices and avoid some failures along the way, or why you read a book or, or continually educate yourself, listen to podcasts, things like that. Um, but Kerry Newhoff actually wrote a blog not too long ago, um, talking about don't stay that way forever, which you just referenced is that as you grow and as you, as you kind of perfect and hone your craft, it's good to not stay that way because, and he talks about it, that if we, if we always copy and emulate and that kind of thing, we never innovate. And, um, I think that's really, really key is, is early on it's okay, but over time you've kind of got to start. Letting go. It, it's really a really great analogy. Just, I mean, the Bible talks about that as a baby, you start out with the milk of the word, and then you grow into more of the meat of the word. And I, I think it applies to this as well. That when you're first starting something, it, it's kind of a, a, a bottle-fed process, and that's where you're copying someone else. And then over time, you're distancing yourself, kind of cutting the cutting the cord, so to speak, and other growth. <laughs> There's been a, a, right there. a significant um, <laughs> amount of birth
1: uh, comparisons made today. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, But then over time, you kind of develop your own voice, your own style, your own method um, and uh, in your own way. And so I think that's really, really cool, Roman. So let's let's uh, I want to continue to push on this because I'm sure there's a lot of folks out there. I was just talking to uh, a friend of mine the other day, Eric Donaldson. He he came up to Boston. He led worship this past Sunday at Adore Church. Um, he was someone that you and I both know. You did some oh, yeah. acting with him back at 180, and he he's actually helping run a camp right now. And one of the things that he's been put in charge of is all the marketing. Um, and he was basically handed a computer and bought some uh, graphic design uh, uh, software and video production and things like that, and basically told to figure it out. And so he's totally learning how to do this stuff, and I I would imagine, especially in the church world, there's a lot of people in that position where uh, maybe you're an assistant youth pastor or the youth pastor, but you don't have a staff, and... Um, you, you're just figuring this stuff out. You don't know how to do it. You'd prefer to outsource or hire someone to do it, but you're the only one that can right now. And so, Roman, what are some, uh, I wanna I want to push on this just a little bit further and then we'll jump to another conversation here, but what are some things that you have learned through this process of being, quote unquote, self-taught, I know you've had some help from others, but for the most part, being self-taught that have been extremely beneficial to you? What would you say are maybe one or two things that through this process like you wouldn't change it for anything because you this is your takeaway.
1: Probably the biggest thing is that like you can find anything online seriously. If you want to learn how to do something, you can just YouTube it, uh Google it, read about it, find books on it and like that is truly I would start there. A lot of people um I think that they they want to start with like asking other people and um, asking for help. And uh, but if you haven't put in the work yourself and and researched it yourself and and Googled it and YouTube it, um, someone who is experienced probably won't want to help you very much because you're starting from ground zero. If you've already put in the work and you got to a place where um, like, okay, I'm truly am stuck. I need an expert's opinion, that's where I would go to somebody else and ask for help and and ask for guidance, but really just like learn, go find on the internet. It's everywhere. There's so much information out there, uh, just to, just to be hungry and go learn on YouTube. And
0: probably even more information now than is available than when you were first learning how to do all of this. Was that five, seven, eight years ago? Um, I would say something like that.
1: I actually have, I actually have a book on motion graphics. Like if you can believe it, I bought a book on Amazon called like after effects, Guru or something, and it's that. I don't think that would be necessary
0: anymore.
1: <laughs> but I have a physical book about about motion graphics, which I think that is, funny. is
0: that is quite funny. And you know, I, I think it's. I think there I want to tell a quick story. We may have even referenced this before, but. Um, like Roman said, we got our start making rap videos. So we made some for, for the youth ministry, and then we had this idea, we think people pay it, pay for them, um, and we produced this video for Chick-fil-A, and it was called See You on Monday. You can check it out on YouTube if you want, and uh, from that video, we got contacted by several people to make something like that for them. One of those clients was the University of Oklahoma. Uh, OU. And so, uh, when, when we go to OU, OU to shoot this video is an incredible experience. We got to be on the, the field opening day for a football game, which was an unbelievable experience getting to shoot a video while the football teams run out. And that's another uh, video we can reference in the show notes. Um, but one thing that was really cool is we're, we're on campus, we're at their student union getting set up, uh, it was this big party scene, it, I mean, tons. we've got tons of students there, um, it's super loud, the, the, there, was confetti. there were confetti cannons, the school mascots are there, um, it, it was just this really big party sequence, and it was super fun. And we're getting ready to do the shot. And there's all these students walking by. And this one student walks up to Roman. And he's asking what we're doing. And Roman's telling him, you know, we're here. We're shooting a rap video. And the guy's like, whoa, this is awesome. And then his follow-up question was just amazing to me. And Roman, what was that question?
1: He goes, what do I have to major in to do what you guys are doing?
0: <laughs> and that, like, I just think that the advice that Roman just gave is so important like that's that's the mindset is that I have to go get a degree and there please make no mistake about it. there is nothing wrong with going to college. if that's your thing do it. but at the same time even if you go to college you should be a lifelong learner and go out there and just figure stuff out. there is a wealth of knowledge well a, a, a huge pool of information at your fingertips on your phone, on your computer just go learn how to do things. You don't always And
1: also don't 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 be afraid to to put work out there that's not good. Like that's so big like you you're not going to like what you, the work you do for the, probably the first I don't know few years of if you're wanting to be a professional in this area. Like I look back at some of the early stuff I did and I couldn't I would wouldn't say today that that's good, but it's it got me to the next project. Yep. And it just putting it out there and even asking for feedback on it, uh, it's some, it might sting a little bit, but it's it's what's going to get you to the next thing. And you're going to get, like we said, one percent better and every single project you're going to get better a- until one day you look back and, and you're producing great work.
0: Roman, that's some really great advice. Just do work. Uh, would you say that we could just uh, steal Nike's mantra of just do it? Uh, I
1: actually came up with that, uh, and they they have, <laughs> haven't paid me the royalties. But yes, I believe we could do that.
0: I, I feel like they're going to owe you a pretty hefty check for that. I know. You know how mad I am now. <laughs> I'm enraged. <laughs> roman, that's some really great advice. If anybody wants to get in touch with you, uh, maybe have some questions, or just want to pick your brain, how would they go about doing that?
1: Yes, you could send me electronic mail uh, at Roman. At creativesheep.org. And uh, I would love to talk to you. Or you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram. It's uh, RomanJohnson23.
0: I kind of feel like they're going to have a better shot of getting you through email. I don't know. I'm very active on the social medias. <laughs> uh, so hit him up, folks. If you got any questions or anything, uh, Roman is just a wealth of information. He would love to share what what knowledge he does have and and uh, some of the things that he's done. Uh, hit him up, Roman at creativesheep uh, He'd love oh, to and chat. And don't forget
1: to go on uh, check out my early work at uh, seeds.churchonthemove.com, dot uh, In uh, the, the the end is near. And The Legend of Squatch Hollow is one of my
0: favorites. Check it out. (laughs) You can find that under the student or youth tab, whichever one it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, But Hey, folks, thanks so much for listening. Again, all of you that have left reviews, shared this on social media uh, or through electronic mail, as Roman would put it. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. We've got a a slew of great episodes coming your way. Once again, we are weekly now here on the Leadership Podcast. Uh, and just want to say thanks again for joining us today. Uh, Roman, any any closing thoughts here for everyone?
1: No, it's been a pleasure. And uh, until we talk to you again, have a wonderful evening and or morning, wherever it is in the day that you're listening to this.
0: I was going to say, what about the afternoon?
1: People don't listen to podcasts in the afternoon, Jared.
0: Well, that's in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week.